Hello, honey, and welcome to Honey Do Me Podcast. I'm Cass. And I'm Emma, and we're just two gals looking for a good lay. Aren't we all? (laughs) But when it comes to sex, we're just as lost as you and have no idea what we're doing. Luckily, we will stop at nothing to get the answers we need. Cue our expert guests. We're ready to overshare and ask all the embarrassing questions so you don't have to. By the end of every episode, you will be dripping in actionable steps and ready to take on the damn world. Or at least take it from behind. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us, honey. How How do you do you? Tension. Palpable. Palpable. So angry. So angry. My hips are very tight right now. Yeah, you have an old lady's hips. I have old lady's hips. Like I've been dancing for years. Like you've born 80 <laughs> children. Yeah. They're so tight. I was getting a Brazilian the other day and they make you like butterfly your legs open mm-hmm. to get in there and finger the shit out of you. <laughs> I mean, you have to pay extra for that, but. But you do. It's and- a great spot to go if you're looking for that. Yeah, um, but I had to have her like move the light out of the way and stop so that I could like bring my legs up and pop my hips. Oh my god! Did you ever help you? Like you're like yeah. just hold on to this part, just hold Ugh. it and pull, <laughs> hold and pull. You fart too. It's called a release, Cass. <laughs> it's called a release of tension. A release Anything of build up. that happens in that moment <laughs> is euphoric. Euphoric. <laughs> Also, can we talk to everyone about the fact that we saw one of our biggest idols two days ago? We saw John Mulaney live. 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 L-I-V-E. Live. Uh, it was the funniest hour, I think, of our lives. Absolutely. And we've made ourselves laugh really hard. Really fucking hard. John that, Mulaney was When we so watched all of his stuff, it was the yeah. best by far. Yeah. So fucking good. So if you get a chance to see from scratch on tour and you like do it comedians. Yeah. So fucking funny. My God. It was a great night. And uh, Dan Levy. Right. Yes. Not Dan Levy. Not Dan Levy. Which would have scratched an itch. (laughs) That only Dan Levy (laughs) can scratch. Only a Levy. (laughs) I would take Eugene. Only a Levy can scratch. Or Sarah. Yes. Yes. I would take them all. It's fine. (laughs) But uh, yeah, anyway, Dan Levy, the comedian, mm-hmm. also opened. It was yeah, so funny. He was really funny. Yeah. Uh, uh, I love stand-up comedy. It was so Which is why I do good. my job. <laughs> Which is why I'm here <laughs> offering you this bit of stand-up this now. This bit, bit of stand-up now. That's not why we're here. No. Today is not funny at all. No. It's very serious. I don't know. It's not. It's also fun. It's really fun. Yeah. Uh, we brought Kat back mm-hmm. to talk Meow. about, more like to answer, <laughs> your uncensored questions. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we start with the nitty gritty. We get into exes. Micro penises. Micro penises. Yeah, like fucking your ex. Yeah. Ooh. We get into the good nitty gritty. Like we yeah. had a good little intro with Kat first. Like the first time she came on, it was mm-hmm. like unanswered questions about sex and stuff. And this time you guys kind of unleashed. Yeah, you unleashed and we are here for it. Right. It was so good. And we do bring up how next time we bring her on, we want it to be a little 
little bit more toxic. Yeah. So throw us what you got. <laughs> Please be ready for that. Have those prepped and loaded. Go mm-hmm. ahead and put them in the comment section. If that feels too scary, you can DM us. And we you can won't DM us. show them to anybody. Yeah. Comment <laughs> section on YouTube or DM us. Yeah. <laughs> but everybody's all of our toxic. <laughs> YouTube comments. A little bit. So it'd be nice. Some of them are super nice. And if you're mm-hmm. like me, no, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about... The scary ones. The scaries. Yeah. But um, just be nice. Be cool. Drop your toxicity in the comments because mm-hmm. it's fun. Yeah, it is fun. So uh, that's all I have. Yeah. Enjoy this. Getting You're your welcome. Questions. You're fucking welcome. Goodbye. Bye. Hey, guys and everyone listening. Um, I'm Kat and I run two pages. One's called Ungirl and one's called Ungirl Uncensored. And yeah, I'm kind of just a sex nerd. Uh, not that sexual actually but just <laughs> interested in sex and i talk about it online so yeah that's that's me i think um, we connect to yeah. that heavily <laughs> yeah not that sexual talk about it a lot yeah you asked me the last yeah. time <laughs> so i'm like i look at it through a window i like i'm like window shopping yeah with sex. Yes. exactly um uh, yeah, very curious and that's all i think Yes, that's all I think. I'm not good at introducing myself, sorry. (laughs) Sounds great to us. We are also very curious, and we have listeners that are very curious. Mm -hmm. And we just let these questions kind of build up in our heads about, like, just these, like, if we don't have a specific topic we talk about, but, like, we have, like, a random question. So we've compiled them yet again for you to help (laughs) answer them with us. Uh, We want to kick it off with a good one. What to do... When you feel like you don't know how to pleasure a penis that is on the smaller side. So do we have any mm. tips or tricks for working with some smaller luggage? Yeah, I think it's such a good question. I, I did. I was once um, met with, uh, I, I think it would class as a micro penis, which uh, if anyone's listening, they don't know what that is. It's really like, I think it's like under three inches. Um, I need to have a look at the technical term, but yeah, it's, it's of course relative, right? Because everyone has mm-hmm. different sizes, like that they think, oh, this one's big, this one's small. But uh, actually, what I loved about a small dick was it was, it was so easy to give a blowjob to. Like I could deep throat it, like no problem, and it was enjoyable actually because yeah. I I don't know, like it can be enjoyable to give a blowjob and be like, yes, I am doing this well. <laughs> I feel like I'm bossing this dick, but. <laughs> If it's big, it's like, it's it's not fun, actually. You know, I've got a small mm-hmm. mouth. I've got, like, extra teeth that shouldn't really be there. And this was perfect. I was like, yes, I feel good. And they felt good, too, apparently. Um, okay. So with yeah, a micro-penis, so, yeah. does it grow beyond three inches or does even hard? No, that's, say? A, that's a hard three oh, okay. inches. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, yeah. It can be, of course, smaller when it's, like, soft as well. But it's um it's not a sure or a grower, mm-hmm. or maybe it's a shower, but not a grower. I'm not sure, but <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think if you're, of course, if you're having like penetrative sex, um, it's all about the position. Um, certain positions you fall out more, you know, like mm-hmm. I think doggy style, you have a bit more control, you know, because it's more of a direct entry point. Like if you imagine like sitting on somebody, it's so easy to come out, you know, yeah. cause it's like at different angles. So I think try to think about the angle. And also I found recently a, a really cool toy called a penis sleeve. And actually in Dutch, they call it like a penis shoe, which is hilarious. And I was just, <laughs> I was so literally cute. just looking at them before coming on this call because this dildo website wants me to be an affiliate. And I was like, cool, let's check out your dildos then. 
and there's lots of penis shoes and um <laughs> it's like a shoe for the dick and it basically makes it thicker and longer oh my oh. god so can what does the penis on the inside of it feel like does it add extra yeah, sensation I, there it's like i really i i it's a good question actually um you can definitely come from it like i i know somebody who their boyfriend uses it um but bear in mind she did tell me that her boyfriend has a penis humiliation well he has a humiliation mm-hmm. fetish so they kind of use it also like oh you've got a small dick kind of thing okay but um i think he also enjoys the feeling it's, i guess it's like wearing it's like a you know people use like you know masturbatory yeah things, mm-hmm. like these like flashlights that's what they're yes, called. right i think it's probably a bit like using that kind of that makes I sense know. i've never tried it <laughs> this is what i pictured when you said penis shoe I pictured yeah. this cat wearing Crocs. Oh my God. <laughs> that's what I saw in my head. It's so cute. Yeah. That's adorable. I would love that. I mean, not to fuck, but like... Just to like place a small little croc on a penis and then have it like walk across the table or something. You'd need a couple, I guess. Maybe the balls too. Uh, Yeah. Oh, Just like in a wheelbarrow at the back. Yeah. Oh, like a trailer. Like a trailer. Like attached. Oh my God. Like those things you pull kids in behind bikes. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh my God, that's really oh. funny. But those are all really great <laughs> tips for working yes. with um, a little bit shorter of a dick. That's yeah, great. I loved mm. the blowjob idea because you're so right. Like, mm. I also have a small mouth with a, which I've talked a lot about. Do you have about. extra teeth as well? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. I might. <laughs> <laughs> like a shark going at it. Yeah. My partner did have like so the good. full extra line of teeth above his teeth <gasps> um when he was younger really? yeah so oh, like shark style mm-hmm. damn Fuck. they're removed now but okay. wow he got all of them <laughs> removed i don't know if they were like a full set but like mm. a couple extra that's crazy yeah um huh. but yeah i love the blowjob <laughs> idea i mm. struggle with fitting much in my mouth so a small one sounds yeah. great <laughs> Sounds fantastic. I just, my jaw yeah. gets so sore yes. from blowjobs. I think I especially when I'm laying down, like, or when they're laying down and mm-hmm. I'm giving a blowjob, like, yeah. kind of on top of them, I would much rather have them stand because that feels, mm-hmm. I don't know what changes. It's more natural. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I guess a more jo- like relaxed jaw position. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Slack jaw. Mm-hmm. But when I'm like yeah. leaning over, it's just lock jaw. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. The, the tongue out part too is oh. what really gets mm-hmm. me. Gravity uh, is not your like friend. It's like the dentist when you like push your mouth open for ages and you're just yes. like, this is sore. Like, yeah. sore this now. is not fun. Like, yeah. it's hard. Like, yeah. So Abs- small dicks, blowjobs, win-win. Yeah. Win-win. I would, I would, yeah. I would like, I actually would like blowjobs if penises were smaller. Like, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I'm a medium about them. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, it was a good feeling. I felt like proud of myself. I, yeah. like, I deserve a medal. Seriously. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Maybe you're not drooling as much either. Yeah. I don't know. I was mm. not in like the good way. It was yeah. just like my mouth open for so long. <laughs> All these huge dicks getting yeah. thrown at us. What can I say? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next question uh, from a listener is how to incorporate your feet into sex when your partner has a foot fetish. 
Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I think, um, like, the funny thing is, like, fetishes, like, are so common, actually, I think. Like, they're, there's, like, some interesting science behind, like, that the parts of the brain or something, like, that are categorized, like, feet and sexual, like, uh, like, sexual parts of the body or something they're actually kind of close together or, or the wires can be easily crossed i'm not sure but it's like really cool actually the science behind it but i think um it really depends on what they're into like some people they just like can watch you even take your shoes off and take your socks off like i almost became a foot model at like, one time in university and all i wanted me to do was just take a video of me taking my shoes off and i was like yeah i didn't yeah. do it in the end because they didn't want to pay me up front but i was like uh yeah yeah I know. Well, scammers probably yeah, you... but um yeah also they wanted me to step on bugs um that was another request so i wouldn't i wouldn't go straight to the stepping on bugs part i would start with the socks then maybe they're into it like sniffing or licking or sucking toes which apparently can feel really good mm-hmm. like i think it must be really sensitive because if you think about how tickly your feet are mm-hmm. they probably feel good maybe to be like licked or like sucked so yeah or maybe just like rubbing the feet you know I have a friend who's got a foot fetish and they just love rubbing feet and they're really good at it because it's like they get pleasure from it so they've become like a master of rubbing feet so it's kind of win-win yeah it sounds like a win-win when you phrase it that way I'm Uh like shit (laughs) that sounds incredible there was a TikTok of this woman who was with a partner who had a foot fetish and their partner just always paid for pedicures because they oh, loved nice. having like fancy feet. And that was yeah. just like, fuck yes, I would do that. Also, because I get really rough toes. So I would mm. love to go get mm. those sanded down. Sanded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I had someone suck on my toes once. And I wouldn't say I have a foot fetish or a foot kink, but it felt great. Yeah. I was mm. just going to say the same thing. My partner did it like a couple weeks back, kind of as a joke. Like I was, I like, put my foot in his face because I know he doesn't like it so I was like fucking with him and then he did uh, that and I was like I might actually like that that actually felt, oh, that actually okay. felt really good it like hit something in me I know yeah. well it's kind of like and this might not hit but like when you step in really soft sand that's like kind mm-hmm. of wet it like feels good mm-hmm. because it like it just yeah. holds your toe it just feels soft around mm-hmm. your toes and so like that's yeah, what it felt totally. like. I can't say I understand yeah. stepping on bugs, but I feel yeah. like stepping on a cake or something <laughs> yeah. would be fun. Like a really pretty cake. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. Oh, I yeah. get that. I just yeah. wouldn't want to step on bugs because I don't want to step on bugs. Yeah. So. I know. It's mean, isn't it? I felt yeah. like that's like... I'm and not, gross. Like, I'm almost vegan. Like that sounds I'm really almost yeah. vegan. <laughs> Things get hurt in the process of your from? sexual... Right. Uh, <laughs> exploration. I guess if they were already dead... <laughs> But I that's still, still gross to me. I still don't. Yeah, there's mul- there's multiple layers to why I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I could totally get true. stepping on stuff. And like, <laughs> I guess there's probably someone out there that's like stuck a toe up a butt, right? Oh, yeah. Or like a foot job. Like you get your yeah. feet. I was going to ask about that. Then, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it in porn. I guess people are into it. Definitely. I mean, I think if you're into feet, like that must be amazing because you have it right it's like everything together. We're literally like, doing the job. The inner thigh yeah. strength you would need to oh give a God. foot job. Yeah. I oh, will need incredible. to work on that, that if that's something my partner wants. Well. Yes. Mm-hmm. At, 
what position would you be in for a foot job? <laughs> like, like, like lie back, almost like you're doing like sit ups, but then mm-hmm. like you move, oh, you know, the, the very, like the move where you have, you're lying down and you, and you lift your legs up and down and you have to use your core oh, to like hold yeah. mm-hmm. it. Uh-huh. But like, then you put a dick between them. Yeah. <laughs> like, there you go. I should do that in the gym. Do, do like, I'm okay, just practicing for a foot job. That's why I do it's abs. Like that, <laughs> like that shake weight. Like the yeah, head, you yeah. know, it's just like... Um, oh my new god new sexual workouts new sexual workout that is so funny <laughs> i feel like also if you're laying down and your partner who has the foot fetish is like either standing or on top of you or whatever like putting your feet on their chest mm-hmm. probably oh, too yeah. like yeah. an airplane like an airplane but they're standing <laughs> like i've had sex like that where it's like missionary and my feet are like on mm. his shoulders or his chest mm. but it's like kind of close to his face like mm-hmm. I'm not saying oh, my yeah. partner has the foot fetish can, but smell it you can do everything oh Stick it in yes yes well, yeah. <laughs> I was like up their nose <laughs> maybe <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> depending on the toe I guess practice um yeah depending mm. on the toe <laughs> and what you can do because not everyone can move their toes apart either yeah but and lots yeah, of interesting true. things so I think I we gave that listener like, a lot of sounds ideas. Sounds good, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's all get foot fetishes, okay? Yeah. Sounds good. Like, yeah. That's a start. That's a start. Yeah. Well, and I love how you started by talking about, like, there is science behind it because I think mm-hmm. it is also treated as, like, a joke or, yeah. like, something that gross, like, weird old men have yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um, But it's, like, no, it's actually, like, there is science behind it. And even if there wasn't, like... Yeah, it's, it's okay. Yeah, Whatever it you're into, you're into as long as you're not exploiting somebody. Right. I think if I would have had any more, because I know that there's been, when we talked about like fetishes before, mm-hmm. there's sometimes things that happen like early in your sexual explore- exploration. Mm-hmm. If I would have had one more thing with feet probably when I was young, I probably could have been there because it, does, Full feel, blown. it does feel really good. You still have a chance. Mm. I still have a chance. I don't think I could get there. Mm. I don't think I Yeah. No. It can be a, just something, a little bit of spice, you know, like it doesn't yeah. have to be a full on like fetish, but I guess just something you like sometimes. Okay. Yeah. And I think also I find it interesting that I, I would say definitely when it comes to fetishes, like especially feet and everything, we see it more as like a, a male thing. And I don't mm-hmm. see so many women talking about like having foot fetishes. Like, mm-hmm. so I, I don't know, like for sure women have foot fetishes too, but like I, I, only really know men that have foot fetishes so right. it's like I don't know I feel like are we embarrassed by it or I don't know I think it's just like this whole censorship of women's sexuality in general of course but yeah I think when it comes to fetishes I'm really interested to hear women talk about their fetishes like yeah yeah, be, yeah. so listeners write in tell us your what fetishes your yes absolutely yeah. normalize it let's talk mm-hmm. about it definitely we need to do more of those like fully anonymous questions that i've been seeing yeah. people do where like Not you follow lie. a link yes 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 i know how do you do that i know somebody told me to do one today and i'm like i'm very intrigued but i'm also scared because yeah like, low-key don't know what i'm ready i don't know if i'm ready for stuff Right, people what a, get what pretty brutal. It's like a link that you put in your Instagram story, and then people follow that link and submit stories, but comp- or submit questions, yeah. whatever, completely oh. anonymously. So, like, I would assume most would be nice from our community, yeah. and there would probably be some that are like unkind, yeah. sexual. We, there was a thing like that when I was in high school, and everyone would have it. Mm. Um, you would like attach it in your Facebook. 
and then people could go and like write things about you oh and God. like you'd get I used to tell boys that I like them through that <laughs> oh that's cute but, but yeah no they would get yeah. brutal too but I didn't know that, that came back around as like a thing today yeah interesting yeah. crazy a good way to get people to like shamelessly yeah express what their Absolutely. fetishes and interests are we can have uh jürgen go through it first in yeah case there's any my husband <laughs> he can like filter idea. it for us you yeah. Need yeah 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 exactly. we're too sensitive just filter it for me yeah exactly yeah. like i don't mind you know like if they're like oh like i want to see your boobs or something like i'll like, take that as a right. compliment people. thank you yeah like right. it's like commonplace yeah of course you do my boobs are great but like, <laughs> like i just i'm not sure like sometimes People send me questions where they want me to like help them seduce their aunt or something. And I'm like, I'm not going to like help you seduce your aunt. And I'm not <laughs> going to normalize that for you. I'm not going to say that's okay. Like, I'm just not going to reply. You're so not going to assist incest. No. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. We're not you crossing know, so those like, lines. Yeah. <laughs> what would they write anonymously you know yeah. like if that's not anonymous yeah that's just a full-on direct message that's like, just a dm where i can find like, you yeah 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 i'd be careful um, on your end yeah <laughs> or get a yeah. get a, a moderator yeah it's good yeah. material one day yeah i think I need to, i'll get a boyfriend as well it's a good job for for them yes absolutely. Them first. exactly <laughs> uh, well our next question goes less into sex and more into relationships so one listener asked what a good way is to start a conversation about like, what are we while you're dating someone? Like, how do you start those oh conversations? God, that's a hard one. It is a hard oh one. Oh my God. I was not good at this. I mean, you can learn from maybe things I did do and don't do them. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, it's cause I, yeah, I mean, it's been a while. Like I, the last time I had to do this was seven years ago. So it's been a while, but, um, yeah, like we left it to the point where like I remember there was a point where I really felt like I had real feelings for this person and I I felt like almost they did too right I almost felt like we were like reading each other's minds you know mm -hmm. but then we I didn't say anything and then like it wasn't until like a month or something later we found out that they'd also been with this other person and then I went crazy I was like oh my god I can't believe you did that like and then obviously I was very jealous and then we had this very emotional chat like midnight in a forest and and I couldn't eat and I couldn't sleep and I was crying all day and then like we we eventually got together like based on that conversation but don't leave it to that point because mm -hmm. that was it was very dramatic um <laughs> and also like pretty, pretty probably hurtful for the other person that was like awkwardly in the middle of that and it's like oh yeah sorry mm -hmm you're just a nice random person but yeah we kind of had something going so um I think try to just be honest with yourself first and that's the first step I think if you kind of keep lying to yourself and saying yeah everything's fine everything's casual and I'm cool with them doing that and I'm cool with me doing it too like then yeah you have to be honest first and it's okay if you have feelings and you're scared to get hurt because like it's just life right but if you don't say anything and you let it go like the two things that are going to happen are like you miss a relationship that could have happened or you like hurt each other you know like mm -hmm. so oh it's so hard it's so hard I think there's no way to do it with like a foolproof way right oh yeah <laughs> oh it's hard well what do you think what do you think <laughs> I went through almost exactly what you're describing 
in college um, where mm-hmm. I was like casually hooking up with a guy and I thought he could read my mind, like you're saying, of like, no, I'm like obsessed with you and I want to be with only you. And <laughs> we're going to get married. We're going to get married. And I want to tell you that I hate you every day. And you're just going to have to see through that. Um, but yeah, so we were sleeping together. And then I could just tell something changed one day. And I like kept asking him about it. And he's like, yeah, okay. I Yes, I slept with someone else. And I just went off mm-hmm. and I like stormed out but like we were technically just casually yeah. hooking up and then we had to have a talk anyway it took yeah. a year for us to get back to the point where we could actually date each other again because he I felt oh. like he had broken my trust but he also felt mm-hmm. like we hadn't even talked about that yet so like yeah we were on very different pages so that was terrible um mm. and yes I learned from that as well of like you should just probably be honest and straightforward mm-hmm. because the only person you're like sincerely going to hurt is yourself <laughs> right yeah so, it's yeah. so true oh yeah. oh god oh god communicating I know I was also 21 so it sounds like similar ages yeah, yeah it was definitely <laughs> yeah. it was rough yeah. but I feel like there was I don't know why Maybe, I don't know, because it's hard to talk about your emotions, but I always felt so shy about just saying, like, I like you. Mm-hmm. And I felt oh, like yeah. that was a really big, like, dirty secret to have when you liked someone, when it was so obvious you liked someone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like it just accelerates things. Like, of course, I would just tell you I like you. If you don't like me, we'll move on. Or, But I also, yeah. you wouldn't say you liked someone and that you wanted to be with someone if you didn't have, like, a small inkling that they probably felt that too. Right. And so... Oh, you just kind of yeah. have to although I, I would say women are a little bit less delusional than men but mm, fair I, enough <laughs> it, it can it can be like that but yeah I think if you are I think the problem though with like so much casual dating now is like at least in my experience a lot of guys and a lot of people like really want what is essentially a relationship without actually being in a relationship they don't want the commitment they don't want the label they don't want to think hey I don't I can't do this but like, so everything is actually a relationship. You're emotionally supporting each other. You're physically, of course, together. And of course, romantic feelings come in too. And you you can be romantic. And unless you're like polyamorous and you're totally upfront about that in the beginning, like, hey, I also might want to do this with other people. Then I don't know, so many people, they just don't want to take it further than that and like leave it in this limbo forever. And it's like it's like I guess you have to just accept either I'm going to get hurt but I'm going to get over it or I'm going to like live in limbo forever you know like unless you're just cool being like friends with benefits Mm -hmm. or being polyamorous right yeah Yeah. I think that even with my most recent relationship that I'm in now I feel like we hung out in limbo for a minute and it's exactly what you're saying it's like because you're just kind of scared to take it to the next step where you could get hurt. It's not necessarily that I didn't have the words. It's like, because I was scared to put myself out there, I guess. Nobody wants to get their feelings hurt. Yeah. It sucks. It does suck. And like the fear of getting your feelings hurt, I feel like is even Mm -hmm. worse than getting your feelings hurt. Cause you just like hype yourself up Mm. or the opposite (laughs) of that. Hype yourself up in the bad way. In the bad way. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. But I think the, the only advice that I could see is literally just trying to be as straightforward as you can be. But I don't even have like a good lead in for how you should start that conversation beyond just like if you ever sitting down having dinner and you're like, where are you at? Where's your head at? You can even start with where you're at. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, yeah. Like help, 
like just be like hey i want to clarify things i don't want you to get hurt i don't want me to get hurt i just want to know where you're at like i like you i could do something i could see this going places but i want to know you know like just keep it keep it like relaxed you know because like i think try to have the conversation before you get so heavily attached that you've already expected a whole life together you know and also know that you can you're okay even if they don't like you like exactly the way you like them like because you, you've got to be able to walk away from that and and be like you know dust yourself off and know like it doesn't say anything about you because a rejection is not a rejection of you it's just a rejection right, right? like it's, mm-hmm. yeah but it's it's, yeah. Hard, it's easier said than done my god absolutely I'm, just, I'm not glad to be back in that position but yeah, yeah it, it's it's good it's good when it works out it's good and even if it's a no or it's not on the same page it's like you actually can feel good because you right. put yourself out there and that's brave. Exactly. And you're not wasting your time mm-hmm. with somebody who isn't yeah. interested in you in the way that you're interested in them. Right. Oh, so you true. Get an yeah. Answer. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the way you phrased it too, I feel like another fear is like the reaction of rejection. Like if they're like, whoa, mm. I'm not there yet, you know, but the way mm. you phrased it is so casual that if someone does mm. have like an extreme reaction, they're probably not someone you want to be with anyways that doesn't yeah. know how to take mm-hmm. your feelings into consideration. They're shitty. They're shitty. Yeah, yeah. So either way, getting an answer is way better than living in limbo. And I think mm-hmm. that's the answer mm-hmm. to the question. Well, and that's just anxiety too. Yeah. The limbo is just anxiety. Oh, I think. it is. Oh. Like nobody. Yeah, we've got enough that. anxiety in general anyway. Yeah. Let's, mm-hmm. let's move on. Let's problems, that whole thing. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Mother's Day is around the corner, and whether you're celebrating your mama, grandma, guardian, or yourself, celebrate with the mother of all self-care routines by trying out Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. This duo delivers a one-two punch in luxurious body care moisturizers with their Anduria Algae Body Oil and Anduria Collagen Body Lotion, both featuring Osea's signature all-natural citrusy scent. I use both the body lotion and the Anduria Algae Body Oil once I get out of the shower, and I use it literally everywhere. This duo is my go-to for feeling glowy and hydrated for literal days, and the Osea Signature Scent is one of my faves because it's not overwhelming, um, but it's like a delicious and fresh smell that just lasts. Since 1996, Osea has been making seaweed-infused skincare that is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean, vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code DOOMY at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code DEWME for 10% off. Okay, moving back into sex, how can you correct a partner's bad fingering skills without hurting their confidence? Oh, God, I love fingering. I love this topic. <laughs> I just love fingering. My God, it's like so yeah. underrated, but mm-hmm. it's, it's done so badly, like often. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess like the most straightforward way is you can show them how you like it done, like make it sexy. It doesn't have to be like, hey, I'm going to teach you a lesson because you're shit. <laughs> it can be like, uh, let's get in the mirror. I, mean, I want to do something sexy. I want to, you know, let's mutually masturbate or something. Or, hey, I want to, I want to, show you like me touching myself and lots of people would probably love that 
And, you know, you can just literally show them your fingers and hopefully they're not a complete dumbass and they take some tips from what you're doing, Mm -hmm. which some people, they won't. So if they're not, then, you know, maybe take their hand and and also make it kind of like sexy and just like guide it, you know, like just, just, hey, like, mm." (laughs) it doesn't have to be verbal, you know, it can be like, Mm, if, if people aren't watching me they don't know what I'm doing but I'm I'm kind of gesturing a sexy move um, that's exactly yeah. how I would describe it yeah <laughs> uh, yeah that's how I would do it yeah mm-hmm. I think that's a really good way I think making things fun and sexy instead of like you fucking suck Mm-hmm. Go watch this. <laughs> Go do this. Right. Like, make it fun. Right. Um, oh, yeah. but that does oh. lead me to an idea of, like, you could watch. I'm sure there's sex educators on YouTube that would yeah. have, like, fingering tips and tutorials. Mm-hmm. Like, For obviously sure. not completely in a body. But, you know, like, mm-hmm. like oh, you know what could be fun <laughs> is watching, like, a hand job tutorial or a mm-hmm. fingering tutorial and, like, going over mm-hmm. different things. Like, oh, that could be really interesting to try. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Totally. Some, yeah. Some of the f- and they can teach you. Mm-hmm. Then you can be like, hey, I want to learn how to do it better for your body too. So then it's like an even playing field. Mm-hmm. So it's not just them that needs to learn, like, especially when it comes to hand jobs. Like if you have a penis, like hand jobs are actually can be kind of hard to do correct like really well as well, actually, if you're not the hand job the the penis owner. So um there's like uh, also position as well, like getting into a better position at like I think sitting behind the person who's got the vulva is like a really nice because then it's the same angle that we have when we touch ourselves. So like when you come from behind, you get a better like position of being able to reach like the points. So it's like easier to to mimic the way that we do it. So yeah, just get technical, but like do it sexy. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a really good tip. Cass and I both are over here like. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, that sounds I like a really good one. I have never thought of that position for fingering mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, it's good. It's you, good. Also, if you, sit, if you sit in front of a mirror, my god, it's so sexy. Like, yeah, just stood together. Like, <laughs> then you get into that. But yeah, like, I'm like turning red. <laughs> that yeah. sounds really. That sounds really mm-hmm. fun. I'd like that. Yeah, it's good. Do you it's have good, any other yeah. fingering tips for like what to actually do with your hands? Yeah, I have. Uh, like, I, I love like to call, to call it like the scrolling tip you know we all have like mouse pads like uh tra- mm-hmm. track pads like on our laptop and it's like a very similar like kind of motion to when you're kind of like you're just scrolling on facebook or whatever the fact you're scrolling on on your laptop these days and you're just like you get into this nice rhythmic motion but i i think what's often missed out when it comes to fingering is like i think employ some kind of lubricant when you first mm-hmm. start like because yeah, it, you could totally be turned on like a lot first, and but some people they don't they don't naturally make a lot of lube. They're like a little bit drier, and nothing wrong with them, nothing wrong with you, you know. And I think there's nothing nicer than like going in and it's already feeling like lubricated and it's nice and smooth and everything feels better. Like, oh, there's nothing worse than like just that kind of um, uh, the resistance you get when you're like you're going in and it's just really dry and yeah. you're just like. And your labia kind of folds into yeah. your vagina with it yeah. because there's like, no oh, everything's God, like just sticking. Yeah. 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 It's not good. Mm-mm. And I mean, I just made a post about this the other day. I have like a couple posts on my uncensored page if anyone wants to see some tips. But 
about fingering. I, I love writing about fingering actually, but um, yeah, don't treat fingering like penetration. Like don't go straight for the vaginal hole. Like it's not just like poking, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, here's a hole. Let me put my <laughs> finger in it. It's like, it's, you know, it's, um, it's like stroking and it's, it's, it's like tapping sometimes and circling it, like circling the clit and, and finding like a rhythmic motion and don't switch up too much, you know, because something can feel good when you build up on it and then like let your partner kind of show you either through verbal or body language, how, you know, if they want it more or if they want a different position, they want a different movement, you know, so just try to find a good rhythm, do it for a while and then maybe progress. And and then eventually like lead up to you get to the vagina, like, I seen this amazing tip and I was like, this is so true. Like, like when you're going from the clit, go down and then around the outside of the vaginal hole, but don't go in it. It's like teasing it. It's like, oh, oh, and then you come back and then you do a couple, by the time you've went around there a few, a few blocks around the, <laughs> you went around the block a few times. My God. It wants you to go inside. It's gonna it's suck you in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it comes out and grabs you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pulls you right in. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. So, yeah, Ooh. and just just take pleasure in it. Just enjoy mm-hmm. it. Like, don't rush it. Mm-hmm. Some good tips in general for sex, I think. But yeah, those are good. And to remind you yeah. about, <laughs> we're both like, <laughs> remembering that fingering can start mm. on the outside of your vulva as mm-hmm. well, which I, when I yeah. think of fingering and I think of fingering tips, I think of literally like what to do mm. on the inside, but that's not always that's the true. best part, mm-hmm. you know, is the best part could be taking a couple walks around the block, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, the inside, of course, like can feel amazing as well. Like your G spot, like it's like a G area, like not really spot, but like it's great for fingering because it's quite shallow, you know. So like a dick can sometimes sort of sort of go past it, or and it's about getting the angle in there as well. So it can feel super amazing, but it's not gonna feel good if it's not ready yet, if it's too dry, and it'll just feel a bit tight and a bit like uncomfortable. So yeah, definitely lead up to it. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't wait to try that one fingering position. I'm not going to be honest. Or I'm going to be honest. I've been thinking about that for the last five minutes. I'm not going to be honest. I'm not going to be honest. Oh, my God. Um, trademark this. Like, I know. Fingering position. That would, you should. Okay. Um, uh, moving on because yeah. otherwise I'll get stuck. Um, how to keep a long-distance relationship spicy sexually and also, like, other tips for keeping, like, a good, healthy, long-distance relationship. Mm. Uh, I think, like, the nice thing is we have so much technology now, so you can utilize so many cool things. Like, um, I absolutely love that there's these remote sex toys, um, particularly great for long-distance relationships because one person can have the remote or even an app on their phone and can, like, like re- control the, the toy, you could even get, I think you can even get ones where you both have a toy part of it. So you're like, there's even one that is like, it mimics the vagina and one that mimics the penis. And then it's like, you almost are experiencing a similar feeling together, like, which is just crazy. Like I, that sounds incredible. Yeah. Um, and if it works, 
fantastic. It's like you're having sex with a fake penis and vagina that's mimicking each other. Mm-hmm. So I definitely like use, you know, keep it fun and keep like up with the technology that you have. Uh, I think people, some people really like phone sex. Some people like sending dirty, like sexy pictures. I don't know. Like it totally depends on your partner's communication style and the, like your love languages as well. It can be hard if you are not like maybe a communicative person like verbally communicative maybe you like physical touch more and that can be a bit more challenging so yeah I think it's it really depends on the couple like you know um you have to to figure out what works for both of you um but yeah keeping a healthy relationship um I guess the biggest things are communication and trying to be set realistic expectations for each other like what are you okay with and what are you can you not deal with, you know, like how often do you want to communicate with each other? Like, do you want to text every day? Do you want to call every day? Like, because if you just assume that you're on the same page, like, oh, I want that. So they probably want it too. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that's what leads to problems because you're not the same person and you don't have the same brain. So Mm -hmm. you have to be really clear and you have to figure out what, what you want as well. Like you don't know what you want until you don't get it. And then you're like, oh, I want that. So I think just expect that it's going to be a, l- a little bit challenging, in the, at least in the beginning, and try to to set some expectations with yourself and with each other. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, definitely get those sex toys. Mm. Those are super, super fun. I think we have a few of them from Oh My Bod where you can connect oh, nice. to the app and do it. And it, mm. it's like it's the mind of its own but knowing that like your partner is doing it mm-hmm. is really yeah, fun. Yeah, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. I love what you said about communication too. I mean, it's so like duh, like you should be telling right. each other what you're expecting, but like even when my partner and I go on vacation separate from each other, like we've never done that and so my feelings usually end up getting hurt because I'm like, "Well, why isn't mm. he texting me 8 times a day and calling me?" Yeah. to say goodnight and like all of these things. And, you know, mm-hmm. throughout the years we have now communicated that. And so he's trying to do that more, but it's like, why wouldn't I have just said that from the start? It's kind yeah. of like the, what are we question uh-huh. of like, yeah. if you don't just say it, they're yeah. not going to fucking know. Mm-hmm. And you're just going to get your yeah. feelings hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like what, totally. what is the point in not saying it? Yeah, I know. But you don't exactly. know that they don't know it really. It's mm-hmm. like, you, you you don't need, you don't even necessarily know like that that's something you wanted or something that you needed, you know, or something that you were triggered by. Like, I think like we see fights as like a negative thing, but actually every time you have a fight or something happens where you, you know, one of you gets hurt or whatever, like if you see it in a positive way, it's like a way that you both learn about what you need and what you really want from your relationship and how to communicate and love each other better. Like, but if you don't have the fight, like everything kind of, it doesn't come up, you know, yeah. like um, that's kind of one of the yeah. worst places to be is when like no one's saying anything. I would rather have a disagreement and go back and forth than be in a spot yeah. where like, are you fine? And I'm like, yeah, fine. Yeah. Like you're like, yeah, nothing okay, worse fine. than that. Mm. Nothing fucking worse totally triggers me. Right? <laughs> you yeah. just triggered me. I know. Well, where I am currently in Ooh. a spot where we work on that tone. We've talked about tone and. Yeah. You know, Mm. my boyfriend right now, I think, is a little bit more shy than I am in terms of, like, just talking about Mm -hmm. stuff. Fucking Mm -hmm. Um, Exactly. So, like, if we'll kind of be in a spot where, like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah. 
but I know mm-hmm. that he's thinking about it. But it takes mm-hmm. him longer to be able to like mm-hmm. formulate what he wants to say. So we both go back and forth of like, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And then I just want to punch a wall <laughs> a little bit. Oh, um, that's really hard. But we're getting, yeah. but exactly what you're saying. Absolutely. Every conversation, every disagreement leads to learning more. Mm-hmm. Um, but that must be hard when you like can't physically touch the person that like, you're in a, a relationship with. I mean, mm-hmm. I would have a hard time with that if we were disagreeing or yeah. in that like tone spot and I couldn't yeah. like see them or be around them. Mm-hmm. Long distance relationships are, that's a yeah, special type of person for sure. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, you're right. Like maybe the harsh truth is certain people maybe are not ready for long distance relationships or maybe they're not suited to long distance relationships. I mean, yeah, if you're a non-verbal communicator, I think it could be almost impossible to do it right. because how do you then communicate? Like if you're relying on body language or acts of service or mm-hmm. uh, quality time, those are things you cannot do necessarily. You know, like, yeah, you could send them something or whatever, but it's going to be very, very difficult. And uh, also I think on the other hand, you have to be in a position where yeah, I think you have to know yourself quite well, I think, and be in a position to to not be like maybe triggered a little bit, you know, like like I don't mm-hmm. like I just, I don't want to say it in an insensitive way, but I know certain times like I definitely would not be able to be in a long distance relationship because I need too much attention or I yeah. need like, you know, I need assurance too much and mm-hmm. uh, I think yeah maybe you need to be a bit better at being independent and doing your own thing and and to trust them and to, to if you come out of a relationship where somebody cheated on you for example maybe don't get straight into a relationship that's long distance because that's going to be hard when you can't you're you're not healed with that and then you're like you're away and it's like god that just sounds like it's going to be a disaster yeah. it's not impossible mm-hmm. it, nothing's impossible but I think it would be hard yeah, it's yeah, hard though to say that if you like really love somebody that's yeah and I think have an end point for it like what's gonna happen like in five years are we just gonna be doing this forever mm-hmm. where do you see this going like I think that that part's the hardest like I couldn't do it if I didn't see us living together like at some point right yeah it's very different if it's like okay well two years from now we know that yeah. we'll be living together and right. like, we'll have this. Then it's like, we just have to get through this versus like, exactly. this is our relationship. Yeah, that would be really hard. But your point to understanding your love languages, you could perform acts of service from far away mm-hmm. if you knew that that's what your partner enjoyed. Yeah. Like yeah. you could send them like their groceries or something that they know that yeah, they were going to go nice get. Too. Oh, it turned me on. Right? <laughs> that would be so fucking yeah. hot. Like I would love that. Yeah. Or yeah, you just come home and it's there. Yeah. yeah you set up oh. like a whole virtual date. So that is your mm-hmm. quality time of like all mm-hmm. technology oh, besides be your yeah. phones mm-hmm. are like mm-hmm. off you know, or besides your laptops. If yeah. you're, Um, yeah it would just take a lot of effort which like if somebody is willing to put that in if you guys are willing to put that in amazing Mm -hmm. it would just take a lot and I think you have to be more creative yeah definitely Mm. but I mean we just sat here and thought of a lot of great ideas Mm -hmm. in the last five minutes so yeah it's out there it feels so nice like when like you just said like it wouldn't the love I think you would feel when somebody puts that effort in for you like Mm. and that you put it in for them I think a lot of those insecurities people have with relationships, like in real, like where you're together all the time, like you can feel like, actually, do they care about me? Do they make an effort with me? 
if you're in a long distance relationship and they're making all that effort and you are too, like, I think you would be much more sure that this is a person that wants to be with me because they could be with anybody else in their city and they're not, Mm -hmm. they're with me and like all that we do together. So yeah, it can definitely have some upside. And I'm sure when you see each other again, it's like amazing. amazing. So yeah. There's definitely pluses to it as well. And I, I think it's kind of in a way the future because, you know, as we like go further away from marriage and, you know, as this like traditional kind of like relationship uh, mod, mod, module or model, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what I'm trying to say, but um, I think like a lot more people are like, you know what, I can love many people or I can love somebody yeah. who we have our own lives, but we still love each other and we still have great times together. So mm-hmm. it's exciting, actually, if you think about it like that. Yeah, yeah, I think you're absolutely correct. That makes a lot of sense. Just because Kim and Pete can't make it work oh, doesn't mean I can't we haven't talked that about the that rest yet. of us can't. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, they're, no they're actually, they're the real. Take back everything I said. It's not going to work. <laughs> it can't no. work if they can't make it work. <laughs> Take back everything. Just throw what I said in the yeah. trash. That's the end of that. Get out of it now. <laughs> Before it hurts all of us like this did. Like this did. Uh, okay well before we get too sad about that yeah let's get into something a little bit spicy Mm -hmm. um do's and don'ts of maintaining a sexual relationship with an ex oh dear god i know doesn't that question (laughs) Uh, take a left turn like right at the end i love that (laughs) i'm so confused like why why i mean i don't know can you still call him an ex like in some way if you're still sleeping together like that's still like somewhat of a relationship it's a casual like i don't even know you can call it a casual relationship it's like a sexual relationship with each other right why that's so i i don't know (laughs) like i mean why like why well kim kardashian submitted this question so (laughs) (laughs) from that perspective we have to answer it (laughs) i don't know man i i don't know if i approve no i mean like obviously each to your own if that's really what you want to do mm-hmm. and you think you can do it I guess I guess it, you just have to set those very clear boundaries and try not to spend too much time together because yeah if you're really just there for sex sure it could be three hours sex or whatever like some crazy long sex if that's what you're into but just let it be about that mm-hmm. probably and shouldn't you have be to like be dinner super strict. After. yeah exactly no dinner no, don't even have a snack even before <laughs> no bring snacks. your own bottle of water don't let them give you a glass of water okay like that's too much already um pee and then go home like that's mm-hmm. it uh-huh strict like yeah. set an alarm get out of there and go okay i mean honestly if that's what's about i don't know maybe i don't know i don't know I think a sex toy does the trick if that's all you're looking for. But I guess like, the body is nice too. But you could get just one of those, like, oh, you know, you get a sex doll made to look like them. <laughs> that way you don't have to involve them at all and they'll never talk and yes. it'll be fantastic. Yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's so funny. Yeah. That is so funny. That's my tip. I, I would never <laughs> be a person that could have sex with my ex and not want it to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I did that no, with my no. last boyfriend. It's the same person that we like, that I told you about earlier with a miscommunication. Mm-hmm. We had a long period of time before we got together. Mm-hmm. But then where I like started having sex with him again, and I technically could, would refer to him as an ex at that point, only because he uh-huh. had dated in my head. You were, yeah, um, <laughs> And I wanted to be with him and I wanted that relationship and I get emotionally attached. So 
I was having sex mm-hmm. with him to like lure him back into my life. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So maybe a do is really evaluate like what are you wanting out of this and yeah. be really honest with yourself. Like if you still like that person, admit that to yourself. If you want something more from that person, admit that to yourself. Yeah. And go from there and decide like what is the best course of action. Maybe they do want to get back together too. Maybe yeah. they don't and you can save yourself some tears right because also Uh. sex for me wouldn't be as good if i didn't have feelings Mm -hmm. so if you're having sex with them because you can have sex without feelings and you just want someone to have sex with maybe you're on the better side of this situation but if you're having sex with them because you have feelings and then you're gonna just get into a messy situation specific situation though with covid you know what i mean you had a breakup during covid Uh uh-huh um, if you aren't wanting to see new people and date new people and you like, you know what that person does, like they don't go out mm. that much. You know what I mean? Like you're trying to stay yeah. safe, but you mm. still want to have sex. Uh-huh. Like I could see that being a situation where it's like, eh, mm. we're here. if that's what you need to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah, that's I get true. You actually. And I think I've seen something, some, maybe some couples like end up like that and they're like, you know what? We're not really good as a couple, but you're very fuckable. Oh, I was yeah. fuckable too. Like, and I, I think it maybe really relies on the kind of people like involved. And I, I think just need to be really honest, like both of you said. Um, but yeah, maybe you're right. Like some people are just can really separate the emotional side. And I guess you you would call it friends with benefits then. Like you remain friends, but you just you just have good sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe nothing it didn't work out as as something more. Yeah, I, that that's totally possible. Again, I'm I'm, again, I'm like like you. I, I can't really, I, I get definitely attached too much, like yeah. especially through sex. Like, but yeah, some people I guess are not like that, and totally like if that's what it is, just make sure the other person's feeling the same way too. Right. I think you also have to take into consideration where you want your life to be with other people in other relationships uh, and true. new partnerships. Because if I started dating someone. And they told me that for the past three months, they've still been fucking their ex because they wanted sex. I would consider that person not ready to be in a relationship with me. Mm -hmm. And like, Mm. so just that's all to say that if you do want to start dating again and you're still fucking your ex, I wouldn't think that that would come off very well to the person that you wanted to date It feels like a red flag. Yeah, that would definitely Um. feel like a red flag to me because... You can just fuck yourself, <laughs> you know, yeah. not fuck, yeah. go fuck yourself. You can as fuck in, me. You can, you can, but like, or just like fuck somebody new. Like yeah. if you're just looking for sex, just fuck somebody new. Exactly. Like, yeah. just, why does it have to have all these like history attached? Right. Like, if you were together two weeks. Okay. Yeah. But if you were yeah. together like two years, like, yeah, I would, I would not, I would not, I would be like, nah, it's messy. That's, mm-hmm. that's messy. Yeah. 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 Oh God. I remember I had <laughs> this poor boy I was dating with my ex, like my high, uh, university ex and I like woke up. We still lived together for one year. We had different bedrooms though. So, um, and I guess, yeah, it was the same, like still always had like this thought, maybe we'll get back together or whatever. And then I remember bringing, like, I started dating a guy for like, we dated for two months or three months or something. And we would come back to my place occasionally, but then he would be met with my ex-boyfriend who lived there obviously too and like he would see us interact sometimes and we were like in this very bitter sarcastic point where we 
we we were just like make snarky comments at each other Mm -hmm. and he was just like so uncomfortable and he was like can we just not go to your house can we go to my house to have sex and I was like really why (laughs) your boyfriend's next door and I was like oh yeah it's fine I I, you know I probably wanted to make him jealous as well I was right not like and that's you know now I have done that I'm like I would be worried about somebody doing that too. (laughs) As someone who's done it, don't, don't date someone who doesn't. To be honest though, I was completely following your train of thought. Like that all made sense to me. Stay toxic. Stay toxic. (laughs) Humans are just messy, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was really fun. End it on like a good spicy one. Yeah. That way we'll get people coming back for more. Like give us more of those questions. Uh-huh. And I love talking about it. Like no shade to anyone that's like submitted questions that maybe I just disagree with. I love the conversation Absolutely. about it. Um, so keep yeah, living yours and I'll do mine and we'll talk about it. <laughs> this is so fun. Let's, uh, let's just start a company like a ex sex style company like absolutely yeah you don't need your ex just fuck them and make them for you yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) and you can also adjust like the genitals and everything if you want like all the dick sizes like you didn't like something (laughs) so you change it on your doll huge balls (laughs) ryan (laughs) 2.0 on your doll would you choose balls if you didn't have to i if you didn't have to have balls, would you choose balls? Like, no, probably not. I mean, the only way that mm. balls are fun is because I can see that they enjoy when I touch them. Mm. Uh, but I mean, if I'm yeah, not, if you're not like enjoying it, then I don't need it. I it's not like I'm them. putting them anywhere. Yeah, I don't <laughs> do anything with them really. No. no. Yeah. yeah, they're just hang there. They so. just. <laughs> we got great ideas yeah. guys we have very great ideas <laughs> where can our listeners you've already kind of you said it in your introduction but as a reminder yeah. where can our listeners listeners continue connecting with you after this episode holy fuck i can't talk <laughs> They can come to my Instagram. Um, it's we are on girls spelled like U N G I R G I R L. You passed it on. We are on girls like a girl. Like it's not that hard actually. Um, and then ungirl uncensored is more my spicy page. It's directed towards like cis men or guys who are you know interested in pleasuring women. Um, I also have a website, ungirl.org. It's like longer blogs and advice and technical tips. And yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Wasn't that fun? (laughs) (laughs) And wouldn't it be more fun if we were more toxic? Exactly. Let's keep going down this slippery slope, bitches. Yeah. We're all toxic. Yeah, we're all there. I mean, Emma and I were having a Zoom call the other day uh-huh. with somebody from our network. And before, we like to meet before so we can chit chat, catch up, dish, whatever we need. Gab. <laughs> Gibby gab. <laughs> um, and <laughs> maybe I can't tell this. I'll cut it out if you don't want me to. Emma was just talking about a scenario with her boyfriend, oh, a conversation that yeah. she had. Um, Because something that Emma and I have been talking a lot about is tone Uh and the importance of tone and how certain people in our lives aren't seeming to grasp the importance of tone. Correct. I won't say who. (laughs) Long pause. (laughs) Anyway. And carry on. (laughs) Yeah. There's these really good donuts where we live. Uh Emma mentioned these really good donuts and her boyfriend didn't have the reaction he wanted her to. She wanted him to. Yeah. It was just like, what did he say? He was like, yeah, I've been there. Yeah. 
If you're like us, you're also enraged right now. <laughs> enraged. And so I did what was warranted and I said, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. You're totally right. He should have been way more supportive and been like, oh my God, yes, I've had it before. Let's go get it. That's exactly what I said. I was like, that's all the reaction I was looking for. Exactly. When I did say, cause you were like, what did he say? And I was like, he said, yeah, I've been there. And then I laughed cause I'm like, I hear it, <laughs> but that's actually not, that's not important. the point. The point is, and then what did you say? I said what he should have said. Oh my God, I've been there. Exactly what you just said. Exactly. We should go. Those are amazing donuts. And I told him that what he said was wrong and it shut me down. And I gave him advice on what he should say going forward. And he said, that's called criticism. <laughs> okay. And I said, if you don't want to be criticized, don't do so many things that need to be need criticized. To be criticized. Um, uh-huh. And after that conversation, I walked away and my husband was like, you two shouldn't be allowed to be friends. Because you are so toxic. I didn't appreciate that. And I was like, you just don't understand nuance. You don't understand emotion. You don't understand that when I'm excited about something, I want equal excitement. When I'm depressed about something, I want equal depression. Exactly. It is hurt also- Hurt people hurt people. Correct. And I have never been more like solid in that than I am right now. Yeah. I'm hurt and I'm going to hurt you now. Exactly. I'm going to hurt you now. And if that comes off as criticism, so fucking be it. So I have a new relationship and it's going great. I hope it sticks. I really hope he stays. That would be cool. But yeah, when I started to reiterate it back to Cass, I was like, bury that. Let's move on. We've all had those scenarios. I mean, I have them all the time. Yes, I'm in weekly therapy. It's not, it's bi-weekly right now, but. Does that um, mean twice a week or every two weeks? Every two weeks. Got it. What's twice a week? Dual weekly. I think it's twice a week. <laughs> I think that's called twice a week. Yeah. I think you actually hit the nail on the head with that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we love toxic things. Yeah. Um, because we are that. So next time we have Cat on, we'll let you know and we'll say, be more toxic. Send us your questions. Let it rip. Let it rip. So thank you, Cat, for coming back on. And thank you to our listeners for submitting your questions and listening. Yeah. And if you want to show us a little bit of love and no toxicity, you can rate us. <laughs> you can <laughs> rate of one review, to ten. and subscribe <laughs> to Honey Do Me Podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can leave a written review. As long as it's kind, it will go through. Yeah. Um, on Spotify, you can also give us a little ratey rate. Um, also, as long as it's kind, it'll go through. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't make those rules. Uh, cyber cyberbullying um, groups who are like trying to stop it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not groups those. who do cyberbully. Groups who are trying to stop it. Yeah. Um, have but, made these filters yeah. and we put every single one of them on. So there you go. Sorry. So we're just trying to do our part. Just trying to do our part to keep the internet safe. Yeah. Starting with us. And if this is the first episode you've listened to, not all the outros are this <laughs> fucking chaotic. <laughs> fucking chaotic. Um, but some of them are. So yeah. there you go. Happy day. <laughs> Goodbye. Ah. <laughs> bye. Bye. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. 
And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.